535, good morning. It's the morning reboot here on Q105. We are tickled with a peach shirt that you're here with us today. If you have uh, already hopped on the Facebook Live Floyd's got going, you know, may, might know peach or melon. I thought it was orange. It's not. It might have oh, been. Well, it matches my SpongeBob pants. You look pajamarific. Okay, let me say, I woke up today and I was like, you know what? No one's going to see me. It's my day off. 535, good morning. <laughs> it's the morning reboot. Uh, $1,000 payoff will get you that national keyword just after 8 o'clock this morning. Other things on the show will hit Would You Rather shortly after 6 o'clock. An urban dictionary spelling bee happens a little bit after 7 o'clock. What did your wedding cost? Did you go all out? There's actually... Um, a pretty informative link that I found and shared it on our Q105 Facebook page about what the average wedding cost is here and all over the state and the country. Where was yours at with that? I'm hosting a wedding on Saturday night. I'll explain what that is. We'll do that uh, around 7.30. If you're not going to be here then, make sure you get the podcast. It's free, song-free, commercial-free, completely free. If you want the link for it, text Eric to our text number, 419-240-1055. Also, we're a couple of, we're two Thursdays out from uh, the Good Grief Fundraiser Breakfast, which uh, which I've been asked to be a part of. We won't be on the air that day. Yeah, the show live. The show won't be live that day, uh, so that we can be a part of that breakfast. And Dorothy will be here from Good Grief of Northwest Ohio, a great organization that I'd love for you to know about. And if you feel so compelled, it would be great to have you at the breakfast. Our friend Alex will join us today, and we got a panel full of ladies too. Got some prizes to give away. It's going to be a busy show. Five thirty-seven. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and a meloned Floyd. <laughs> meloned. Hi. I would lift my legs up so you guys can see my pants. But you awesome. look marvelous. This is the only job in the world where I would be appreciative that I got up, pooped, shower, shaved to put on pajamas. There. <laughs> I there's another word I say besides poop, but it starts with poop, shower, shave. Like, um, you know what? I like that. <laughs> I was like, let me just start my day. I hope when when things like. Um, job pay and whatnot com- uh-huh. comes up i'm able to like look at the entire universal scope of things <laughs> um i don't i don't think i've ever had i've been fortunate enough we've we've been fortunate enough uh, i've been to do stuff like this where we mm-hmm. can dress like this mm-hmm. um and i don't i don't take that for granted no 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 um and some of the other perks but that might be the biggest one like whenever i have to consider a more traditional job or a more conventional job i'm like I would have to go out and do some some really heavy clothes shopping. So I don't overlook the fact that we can roll in here like this. And I'm one of those people, I lay my clothes out the night before. Like I just, I don't like prep them. I just like kind of go through the bin and I'm just like, all right. And I just throw them on the kind of like, and I did that. But I woke up today and go, you know what? You paid eleven ninety nine for them SpongeBob pants. You kind of have a shirt that matches it. You're going to work just like that. Did you did you lay that stuff out last night or no? no okay, I was gonna say because if you this isn't a hamper, this is so wrinkled, but the pants aren't. If you laid that stuff out, I don't know if I wouldn't be able to sleep. It would be it'd still be too bright in the room. Oh no, no, I just sleep in undies. But yeah, I was I was like I had jeans, my little my little t shirt, my little V neck. Still got my V neck on, but I was like, no, it's my day off for the next two days. I'm putting on pajamas, and these are the SpongeBob pants I was talking about that. 
I don't know where to wear because I don't wear pajamas, but I need them because I like SpongeBob. I know where you can wear them. Where? When you walk on Airport Highway across 475. Um, no, that's saved for other people with other stuff. But <laughs> usually a and they stro- normally have a go- oh, not a grocery cart. I- I've never seen a grocery cart, but <laughs> but usually a stroller. And when you're walking over uh, overpasses in in question will. Questionable pedestrian places. First off, pajama pants are usually the off, the dress code. Dirty pajama pants. You will not attack me right now. These are clean, and I would never wear these out in public. This there wasn't a Facebook Live. No one would know what I was wearing. I think, they still don't know what I'm wearing because they've not seen my pants yet. I think you look great. I feel lovely. I day the or do you know what else today is? Thursday Eve. Happy Masked Singer Day. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. And it's also National Have a Coffee with a Cop Day. You know, I watch 13 ABC every morning. They give me my random national days. And today is not So, Miss Dungeon or... Oh, who's the other one we had in? I love her. She, was, she did the recruiting. Sergeant Roca? Yeah, Sergeant Roca. Bring us Starbucks and we'll drink together. <laughs> uh, good morning. It's the morning reboot. Already 75 degrees. It will be, it, it won't be as warm as the last couple of days as I think summer is finally done and record temperatures. Yeah, it was very hot and muggy and summer like. And I, I sadistically scrolled through all my social media uh, looking at everybody complaining about how hot it is. Um, that was me. good morning it's the morning reboot on Q105 I saw I don't want to say who she is but I ran into a friend yesterday at the Target at Spring Meadows and we I'm glad she wasn't in a rush we sat down we hung out we caught up and it's it's one of these people that she's just so busy with what she's got going on in her life family included um we don't have time and and I don't there are certain people you know, I don't like when people don't get back to me. Yes. There are certain people I allow that to happen because there's just so much chaos in their life. Mm-hmm. I realize that I am I'm not a bad person. I'm just not a priority for what right. for what's going on with them. Like Sarah Haggerty. I I frequently throw some feedback her way to her Instagram stories or anything else, mm-hmm. but all the things she's got going on as the director of the Heart Association, all the children she all has, the children. Uh, a famous soul stealing ginger of a husband. <laughs> I don't. And Sarah wasn't the person. I never get on Sarah for like where you been. Right. But this person is like that, and I, I've. She's one of these people that I. When we connect, you can almost see the energy between us mm-hmm. because we're so similar, and I, I just enjoy and value those moments. So those people that I like do exist. Okay. I worked. <laughs> Yesterday was so boring. I well, quit looking at me like that. I had a moment yesterday. I feel like I had like a quarter life crisis breakdown. Quarter life. But you know, have you? Ever You're did, not going to make one twenty. No, have you ever made one twenty? Like one hundred twenty-five. Quarter life. Oh, I have no desire to do that. Right, I, so four so times your age. You know age. my theory. Once I poop myself, cut me off. Like once I cannot wipe myself. Ah, my nephew already knows. Like, if I ever, like, am older and he's just like, Uncle, what's that? I'm like, poop. It is time. Like, you know what I mean? He has my written out permission to put me in a homie. That's me shaking. That sounds nasty, doesn't it? (laughs) The noises of the studio. But no. But have you ever had one of those moments where you just reflect on everything you're doing and you're just like, 
is this what I want to do? Am I doing the right thing? Like, you just question everything you've done. Usually when I'm depressed. Okay, that, that so you have. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't depressed. I was just thinking. And I have this issue where I want to do everything. And I know damn well in the world I cannot do everything. Mm-hmm. But in my brain and in my heart, I'm like, I could do this. I could squeeze that in. Why am I not doing that? Why can't I do that? I had that moment yesterday because I was alone in the store yesterday for three to four hours. And I was just cleaning and thinking because that's what I do when I am just. What does Barry say? The something about the devil mind in a playground and a push <laughs> an em- swing. An empty mind is the devil's <laughs> playground. But no, I would. I don't know what. I wasn't like sad. I was. And normally, like when I think about these things, I'm like, "Damn, you just beat yourself up." I just saw it, and once it was over, I was just like, "Hmm, okay." Like I just had a self you were reflective. I just had a self reflective moment, and like it wasn't negative, it wasn't positive. I just kind of went, "Hmm, okay." And moved on about my day. And I was like, text my sister. She's like, that's what people do. Call my mom. And she was just like, it's fine. You've always been like that. You've always wanted to do everything. And then you do everything. And you're like, I'm so tired. So, yeah. I don't know. I, that's very random. And it totally pivoted off what we were going to talk about. But You had me stuck at Tiana. Oh, Ugh, gross. And your mom. Stop it. 544. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Uh, some big things to get to in a couple of minutes. I don't want to tease what more it is because Floyd will be upset. So let's just be here after this song. On Q105, good morning. I have- Feel that bass. <laughs> 551, good morning. It's the morning reboot on <laughs> Q105. Guess whose birthday is today? Oh. Mandisa. Oh, Mandy. Happy uh, happy birthday to our friend Mandisa. Um, active part of Equality Toledo and all the great Pride events that happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second biggest Pride event of the year will be happening Saturday night, the wedding that I'm hosting. Oh, I was like, what? There's another festival coming up. I don't know. I, I think you should crash it. I'm not going to crash it. That's rude. Because now that you're not working... Um, well, I'm working, but I get off at a certain time. Right. Well, you can still make it over, mm. and I've found out that someone that has sat in this studio... I, I came across two things yesterday. One, the person that I ran into at Target, and another couple of friends. I can't be as, as forthcoming about all these people as mm-hmm. I'd like to be. This person as well. So I'll say this person, who I who is also going to the wedding on Saturday night, found out does not have a date. Oh. So maybe you could, and that person has sat in this studio before. Maybe you could be their date. Do I know who this person is? Yes, you do. Yep. (laughs) I love that we (laughs) stop it. We uh, much like uh, (laughs) much like quarterbacks when when they're in uh, opposing stadiums and and their players can't hear them. They give hand signals. That's us. Look at me. I am the football guy. You hush. You make baseball references. I have football on lock in the studio. Fair enough. SpongeBob laugh. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm scare Cindy all day with it. You can text uh, the show this morning, 419-240-1055. Would you rather shortly after 6 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Urban Dictionary spelling be 7 o'clock, a little bit after that, uh, the wedding, and, and how much yours costs uh, cost right after 7.30 this morning. The morning reboot, Eric, Floyd, and our hand signals. Yeah, I wish, I just, I, I should have been more prepared for the show this morning. All the, the people that I wanted to talk about, I can, that person included, you should definitely come on Saturday. Um, let me give you some of some of your jealousy. With his grandmother behind the camera, our next guest has gone from breaking news in Toledo, Ohio, to interviewing Elizabeth Warren, Brad Pitt, and now one of the biggest icons in the world, 
Take a look. How you feeling, bud? Good. This is a three camera setup, so this must be a really good interview. Oh, he doesn't know who it is? I don't know. This is her grandma's last looks. Just making sure, you know, no ashy elbows, knees, a ton of Vaseline. You being a former TV reporter, Oprah. what advice would you have for me and other aspiring journalists? Well, I, I really am just so excited that you are content being authentically yourself. I can see from watching you that you are 100% fully always just yourself. You are curious, you are inquisitive, you are intelligent, you are thoughtful, you listen to people's answers, and um, you are 100% yourself. And viewers will take note of when you're not being yourself. Uh, they will know. Everybody knows they it. You know. know what the thing is? People know when you're not being yourself, even if they can't articulate for themselves what it is, they just know something's off. You jealous? Um, kind of, but it's also a child, so I can't be mad at a child, so I'm pissed. Uh, Oprah warned him <laughs> that he was going to have haters, and Jaden already knew that, and mm -hmm. he expressed, you know, he just remains endlessly positive and doesn't really think about it. You got to, it. though, like, the, for sure. I And I like that spirit of him, like, he's kind of just like, I, I'm just doing me, and if you don't like it, you don't have to. You should, everyone should take that angle in life, though, for sure. It's hard. As you get older, you get more cynical. Oh, listen, as you, and even that, and as you get older, you you go through moments where you kind of care, and you're just like, wait, I don't, you live in Alabama. Like, why, why do you care? Like, my issue with you-know-who, and all those people came at me, and Aaron I was Carter. like, yeah, and I was like invested in fighting with them, and I was like, wait a minute, time out. You don't even have a profile picture. Why do I care? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> Why do I care what you say about me? Go away. Usually people that post all this inspirational nonsense, it's just that. It's nonsense. And mm -hmm. I feel like people don't live by that. And they just wanted to get some, some you or whatever. And you've always said, don't read the comments. I'm just like, don't read the comments. read the damn comments if I want to. Don't read However, the don't read the comments because you will... As much as any strong-willed person be like, oh, they're just comments. But, but sometimes you do find yourself reading the comments and you're just like, <gasps> me? You're still a human being. What? Yeah. I it, do that? And then like you think to yourself, wait, you don't have a profile picture. You're from some city I've never heard of before. You have eight friends. Why do you care, Floyd? Why do you care? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah definitely good advice. Two things. Talk to yourself more than you listen to yourself. And <laughs> For sure. In, in this case, tell yourself not to read the comments and everything you just said. And I hate all those inspirational things that people share, but every, every, through every hundred of them, there's one that really sticks with me. Mm -hmm. And one within the last year I came across was if you wouldn't take advice from this or that or the person, mm -hmm. then don't, then don't accept blind criticism from them, from them as well. And trust me, you're not often taking advice from eggs on Twitter. Right, and in <laughs> right, and in and in most cases, these people really didn't care about what you had to do until you did something positive or good in your life, or you succeeding at something. So just keep doing you. And like, and I'm happy she said you will have haters because no matter how good you do in life, they'll be. You can. It's my mom always say like those people who win who always talk crap or like who always never happy in life. You can give those people a million dollars and they will still find something to bitch about. Yeah, like here's a million dollars, do whatever you want with it. Mm, it could have been a million and one. Like you know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. always those people and you can never please those people.
and I I do my best to keep those people at arm's distance mm-hmm. and out of my life. They're they're toxic people, and yes. you're you're absolutely right. Five fifty seven in the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. It's Eric and Floyd. Saturday when it's cooler out uh, will be the out of the darkness walk. My friend Rachel will be here to talk about that again on Friday. It'll be the sixth year that I that I've been fortunate enough to. Another Sunday. It's Saturday, October fifth. Same day as the wedding. A busy Saturday. I wanted to go to that. <laughs> I totally had it in my thing on Sunday. I'm going to take you totally literal, literally there. I wanted to go to that. Not, I'll be there. Uh, well, whatever. Now, But I work. Because I, I switched. Oh, cuss word. So, uh, Saturday, for those that are able to attend, you'll be there in spirit with us. There's no more balloon release because we're we're polluting the water. So Put me on the jumbotron. It will be, it'll be ribbons. Uh, is your head still down there? The head on the stick? I'll take it that oh, way. Oh, please. So, oh, so, no, it has a booger on it. No, we don't use that. So Remember? this way, <laughs> when people say, where's Floyd? I'll be like, right here on this stick. Or I'll get a t-shirt made with my face on it. I'm not wearing a t-shirt with your face on it. Come on. No. Um, so that's Saturday uh, in the morning, 8, 9 o'clock, AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, out of the darkness walk to prevent and fight suicide. If suicide has impacted your life in any way, shape, or form, we'd love to have you out there. Excuse me, Saturday morning, Promenade Park, where, where it will be much, much cooler. It might be in the in the 50s as we're getting going on Saturday morning. One more quick thing. When we get to news, um, I saw it yesterday on, I think, 13 and, and WTOL. Uh, it'll be in our news segment at 6.30 today, something that some downtown restaurants are doing. I had a similar idea for this for an enterprise I thought about back in 2013. Is it the pizza thing? No. Okay, good. No, 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 no. It's never going to take off, Eric. Oh, the, my cold pizza yeah, idea? Shut up. That's off. a great idea. <laughs> my one, one of my uh, several brilliant entrepreneurial ideas is to have a place that only serves cold pizza. We make the pizza, then we chill it, so it's like you're eating next day's pizza leftovers right then and there, fresh and chilled. You guys text us and tell him how wrong he is with that idea. Text me <laughs> text me, and and let me know how wonderful of an idea oh, it is to have no. cold pizza fresh out of the refrigerator. It's a billion dollar idea. It will fix the United States spending deficit. Like, Well, maybe not that, but it'll fix any deficit I might have. Uh, it's it's not that idea. It's something. It's a downtown idea, and it was prior to Uber and Lyft becoming things. Okay, uh, that's at six thirty and more. But we've got Would You Rather next with Floyd in less than fifteen minutes. Q one oh five. 6.11 on Q105, the morning reboot around 8.05 this morning. Your very first national keyword of the day to try to score a 1000 bucks, The $1,000 payoff. There's more on our website, Q1055.com. Good morning to my friend Floyd. Good morning. Don't forget, I know we're rallying. We're trying to rally up people for October 11th, which is not this Friday, but next Friday. And we'll pro- it seems like it's coming fast. That's the second night we head out to the Haunted Hydro. I know there's a few people who said they're interested, so we just got to figure out, are we going to be there around the same time? That's what they were asking. Uh, I would say a little later, probably, because we went out to to witness the opening ceremony, mm-hmm. um, and we got to see who would been, be in the haunted houses scaring us. That was fun. That was actually fun to like meet the cast and all that jazz. The monsters, as they were called. They... Uh, yeah, they more so they wanted to meet you and others so that they can know you. <laughs> Floyd! 
No. Oh, they were so good. They were so good. October 11th, a week from this coming Friday, we'll be out at the Haunted Hydro again. Mm-hmm. I believe we'll have more tickets to give away as well. All right, would you would you rather go into the to the Deadwoods or the Hydro at the Haunted Hydro? With the conditions that we had, I would go into the Deadwoods because it made it feel real. With with the rain? With the rain. Oh, yeah. it felt so real and fun. Um, yeah, next Friday night. Hopefully there'll be less rain and it won't be really chilly, but I was I was not for the mud. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And I know why people fall in horror movies. Slipping in the mud? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, why am I slipping again? It, it, My all, poor shoes. In horror movies, it, it's always, it's never sunny or a perfect night. It's always the worst conditions <laughs> to be. It's like, oh, man. It, it's always like you have this whole gigantic forest, yet you find the one tree trunk that's just above the ground. And you're right. just like, bloop. Right. Watch out, you're going to trip right there. <laughs> all right, what do you got for me? Right, here we rather? go. Would you rather know how you were going to die or when you were going to die. You've asked this before. No, I didn't. It was a different... I thought the same thing and I went back to an old list. Do I want to know how or when? Mm-hmm. Forgive my over-analysis, but if I know how, I... You're like, thinking too much. Just answer the damn question. No, it, it requires... An, it's like, um, <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire where I'm talking it out? <laughs> I guess when, because if it's how, like let's say I'm going to die of heart disease... Um, I, even if I started eating differently and changing diet habits and things, I would still die of it. So I would want to know when. What about I wouldn't want to know how either, because like my luck, like you're going to get shot, getting chicken at a stab and go. Why would you be doing that? <laughs> right, exactly. Like the one day my mom's like, "I want chicken. Where do you want to go? You should go to this tab and go." Oh no, I can't do that. I got a letter in the mail last week. A chain letter. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. You ever chain letters? Yeah. You don't pass this on. They started in school. I remember they used to do them on MySpace back in the day with the yeah. bulletins. Maybe uh, I I know the postal service has has undergone a lot of changes mm-hmm. in the last ten to twenty years because we don't use the mail as much because mm-hmm. how we maybe if we started doing chain letters again Who through created the mail, that why some genius no they're stupid <laughs> would you rather lose all your teeth or your fingers they're both necessities. I've always been frightened of losing my teeth. Goes back to like dental fears. Uh huh. I can replace both, right? Like I can get dentures and I can get like a fake hand. Well, I know. Um, growing up, there was a our bus driver for vocation Bible school. He didn't have fingers; he had palms. He was a ni- very nice man. I'm sure he's well past because he was older when we were younger. I'll go without teeth. Go out with teeth. Can, am I allowed to get dentures? No, you have the gummit. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll go. I'll go with that. All right. Would you rather work for a boss you hate but make good money, or work for a boss? That, that... This one, <laughs> just that one. Okay. Remember, people quit people, not jobs. <laughs> and what we were talking about. You said, earlier, you said stop that one. That like, one right there. One of the thing, like we talked about perks that, that mm-hmm. we have at this job. We we don't have to invest a lot in. We don't have to tie a tie every day. We can wear athleisure. I am very Put aware jamas. of some of the perks. And at my at the last job, I was compensated well, but the emails and the work never stopped. I'm I'm glad to have some time back. So y- money is not everything. There are other ways to be compensated in your job. All right. So this one I thought I, I combined what was the other one. Oh, it was um or work for a boss that you love but making 
the, like the minimum of what you would be doing. But bills get paid, but yeah. you just don't save a lot and a lot. No, mm-hmm. no, that one, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I, I, I boogie. All right, so this one I combine two oh, together. Can yes, I... <laughs> you're so excited. Yes. Would you rather have an eye booger, an endless eye booger, oh or an they... endless nose booger? Uh, I gotta tell you about my dream off air. It's it. It's not no more windows and shutting anymore. Pick one. Eye boogers. Okay. Okay. It's so weird that you brought that up. Mm. All right. So I combined two of these together. So hopefully they make sense. Would you rather, because they're both unknown in their genres Mm -hmm. or areas of expertise, even if they have experts, would you rather know all the secrets of space or know all the secrets of the ocean? Oh, easily. Space. I am a space nerd. Remember? I thought about that, but because I'm the same way. But I want to, I feel like the ocean's more tangible. I can touch it. It's there. Which is why I want the intangible, where, where we can't go. But but you also saw, was it, what's the movie where he was stuck in space for a minute? All of them. <laughs> You're right. Gravity, Interstellar. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember when I said I, I, I'd be totally content to die? When we make first contact here. When, <laughs> I'm done. When, when, when aliens show up and go, I've seen this planet here and I figured I'd stop on by. Why is your alien from Tennessee? Why do we think aliens are super smart? Why can't they be dumb hicks? You ever thought about like maybe the next door neighbor is an alien and they're just kind of just like, oh, these like, humans. Like men in black style? Yeah. Like I, th- I always think about this. Like, why does the alien have that big eyes, big head, and a little body? Why are they always green? And why is a flying saucer like a frisbee? I am 78% positive that aliens already... Alien life as we know it and expect it, it already resides here, men in black style. What if it's in our face? What if electric cars are just their spaceships? Could be. Hmm. All right, last one. Hey, hey, Carl. Carl. Your, your spaceship's not plugged in. <laughs> right. Oh, these Americans. Um, humans. Um, would you rather meet your favorite fictional character or your favorite musician slash DJ slash music person? <laughs> All right. Um. And they can't be the same person. The the easy answer is the fictional character. Yes, you want to meet Mr. Picard. Yeah, I, I, I want to meet Captain <laughs> That's Picard. That's what made me think about But you're like music, you like music, too, though. All right, now, so I would pick that one anyway, but if I was thinking more more, practic- more practically and, 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 and rational, um, I would still pick the fictional character because there's no chance mm-hmm. I meet Optimus Prime or Captain Picard. <laughs> I could conceivably run into Drake. Yeah, he's like, I mean... What just a week ago you could you could have ran into Kanye just strolling down Detroit right right he, he does not travel with bodyguards he doesn't need he, I honestly think he thinks he's Jesus because I was reading an article he doesn't feel like he needs the finer things in life I'm like okay then give your house to me have you and your babies live in Wyoming right give me your house if you don't feel like you need these expensive things because let me tell you as someone who lives in a 500 square foot apartment I need all of them. With 350 square feet infested by bee wasp yellow jackets. Oh, Lord, they need to go. Uh, The Dora for Levis Commons. We got an answer about that last night, and it's not the answer that I was expecting. Also, a couple of sad stories, including some animal deaths. We'll get to that next on the Morning Reboot. 
Floyd's got his papers. Good morning, He's got his Chase. football insight. We're uh, live on his Q105, uh, live on his Facebook page, shared on the Q105 page. After all that, Perrysburg door, Levis Commons voted down. Didn't happen. Wait, so they're not getting one? Nope. Nope. nope oh, we nope. even had the lady in, and she was so positive and optimistic. Allison will be in tomorrow to talk a little bit about it and some other things happening at Levis Commons. But Move to Toledo. It did not pass. Councilman Tim McCarthy said he was voting to reject uh, Dora at Levis Commons because he's he believed is if Perrysburg has one, it should be downtown. I don't think it'll turn into Bourbon Street at Mardi Gras. He said. Uh, Councilperson Deborah Bourne said she didn't think Perrysburg should have a door at all. She believes they allow drunk people to walk the streets in close proximity with regular shoppers and citizens going about their business and also have a negative effect on sales at businesses that don't sell alcohol. How old is she? Uh, I don't know. Look her up. <laughs> Several council like old person. council members spoke about the volume of emails and phone calls they've received related to the issue. Becky Williams said she believed she received more emails related to Dora than she did to the water issue. Um, this is more provocative than the water issue, even though it's arguably not as important. Our job as council people is to uh, represent the citizens. I'm curious to see what Allison has to say about this tomorrow. I guess she and the mayor, who suggested it be at Levis Commons, abide by the decision. But if you're not going to have it at Levis, have it downtown. I think I think the towns deserve them. Here's my thing about this, and I'm this goes for any council person. Who votes this down? Would you partake in the Dora anyway? Because via Facebook, it seems like you were 57 years old. So I'm just saying. So like, I don't. I I just think for us as someone who actually went through it, it's actually good in Boom's business. But you know, Perrysburg people will welcome you in our Dora. Just make sure you Uber home. Right. Right. We welcome you. I I'm not surprised because I'm sure. The average age and the mean of who lives in Perrysburg is older than Toledo, mm-hmm. so I could see why if you were uh, if you were older, you would be against this, as one of the council members was. Uh, <laughs> allows completely. people to allows drunk people to walk the streets in close proximity with regular shoppers. Know what else drunk people do? Walk the street. <laughs> like walk, they rather than walk the street, they drive on the street. They overspend. Right. That's true. That's true. One person was injured yesterday afternoon when a crane tipped over at an I-75 construction project near Miami Street. Uh, Rebecca D'Angelo or D'Angelo said an employee of Cocosin Construction Company, which is rebuilding 75 between South and Glenwood, was injured. It'll be okay, it looks like, though. Mm-hmm. The Miami interchange is next to Hollywood Casino. It happened in the middle of the afternoon. In another just awful accident, four horses and a donkey were killed in a barn fire on Roachton Road near Perrysburg in Middleton Township. The barn belongs to Fantasy Acres Horse Ranch. It started around 3 o'clock, and by uh, 4.30, the barn had been reduced to smoldering rubble. High winds likely contributed to the fire's intensity. Also, hay inside the barn, which acted as fuel for the flames, the cause of the fire is unclear and remains under investigation. No people were injured, but again... um, Horses and a donkey were killed. And if you saw any of the pictures, you could see some of the horses that were not affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see them in the foreground and in the background was the, the, the rubble, the, the, the smoldering oh. barn. And hay catches fire quick. Like, How do you know? It's very flammable. I've You've never been to a bonfire? They threw hay on it? Do I look like I've been to a bonfire? Do I look like I've been to a bonfire? No. no. <laughs> but I've been. <laughs> but no, it, that's what, yeah. Um, I've not. That's sad. Yeah, that's a terrible yeah, story. Yeah, that's awful. And, and 
Um, we're so desensitized to people dying, but when animals die, we think of our own animals, and it and it it hurts us a lot worse, right? Uh, it, well, yeah, I don't have an animal, but I just thought to myself and said, "Now I want that poor donkey." Like I right. thought about the donkey. I'm like, "Oh, what an ass!" Good one. I can't stand you. Mayor Way on, on, <laughs> on Tuesday promised City Council will soon have a comprehensive plan to address the city's recurring pothole and recurring recurring pothole problem and crumbling roads. This was after Council passed two measures attempting to ensure that an estimated five million dollar bump in the annual gas tax revenue will be used only for improving residential and neighborhood commercial streets. City Council, in a unanimous vote, resolved to appropriate eighty percent of the increased revenue towards residential streets and twenty to streets in uh, neighborhood commercial districts such as LaGrange and Broadway. The additional $5 million will not be used for thoroughfares, major thoroughfares, or downtown projects, according to Councilman Uvagi. It's trying to make sure that these additional dollars that were unanticipated end up in neighborhood development. Um, so you're paying more in gas tax. So you live here. What do you do? You pay here. Yeah. So but I, I like our city council. It seems like when they have their disagreements, they talk it out. They just don't shoot down the door. Deborah, I don't even live in Petersburg. So how dare you? Hand signal. Oh, they saw because you're in the distance. I was like, they can't see that. I'm like, oh yeah, you can. If <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Lucas County Commissioners recognized Laura and all, all of her staff at Lucas County Canine Care and Control yesterday for their great snout and a, a snout and about event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're having another one. You, the public, can take adoptable dogs out into the area to give them a break from the shelter, which we know is is crumbling and dilapidated. Uh, participants can pick up a dog starting at 11.30 and this is on Sunday. You can pick up a dog beginning 11.30 on Sunday and must return it between 2 and 4.30. You don't need to sign up in advance. Those interested have to be 18 and Older, you must have a valid ID when you arrive at the shelter, and you must sign a waiver. There was a long line last time that wrapped mm. around the building, so if you're really excited for this, again, Sunday, 1130, I would say get there early, be patient, and more than anything, thank you, because this was such a great event mm-hmm. just about a month or so ago. Um, I said I had an idea yes. for, for a, a downtown enterprise like six years ago. Um, when I was living downtown in 2013, 2014, there was only one place to go to the gym, the Y, up on uh, Summit and Bush. Yes. Which, that Y moved into the ProMedica building. Mm-hmm. I think there's now two CrossFit places downtown to go to, but I wanted Next to... to balance. Yeah. I wanted to open up a gym, um, whether it be a big one or a small one, and I just... I, I had the, the money and I could get the, the line of credit to do it and the vision, but I don't know how to like do code and put bathrooms in and all that there's stuff. A lot of, there's a lot of fine print stuff going into that. Right. I, I just don't don't have that business acumen. But one of the things that I had thought about before um, to, to, to make sure that it, it worked was what would people do if they wanted to go to the gym on their lunch break in the middle of winter here in Toledo? I thought about having some kind of bus service to to pick people up and get them to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that is happening with downtown restaurants. One, because of the free parking that's going away, which should happen. And two, because of all the construction. It's called the Lunch Limo Loop Service. And it'll start on Monday and provide Uber-like rides from 1130 to 1.30 to and from Fallon Fodder, the Adam Street Cafe, and Poco Piatti, which is a new restaurant on Huron. Uh, it's a free ride service. It'll operate in the area that includes Summit, Huron, Michigan, Jackson, and Adams and Madison. Drop-off areas are in front of those three restaurants. Restaurants. You can find out more by going to uh, extremeclasslimo.com. But I think it's a great That's idea. A smart idea. And I look at it this way: I, I, it's only going to run downtown. 
you were going to walk that anyway. It's very unlikely you were going to drive and then take mm-hmm. advantage of free parking downtown. There's a lot of like um, the, the downtown free parking thing. There's a lot of misinterpretation about it at all. And people complaining who probably didn't even use it. Because again, if you're downtown, in all likelihood, you're walking. Um, so it I, I'm heels. No, people switch switch out the sneakers. Oh no, I I used to see them women getting it with their pumps. I'm just like, you are committed to your work. Should have swapped out <laughs> shoes. <laughs> That's why everyone needs a pair of sensible flats. Yep, for sure. Um, last thing, this month new rules go into effect on October 17th. You got to be 21 to buy tobacco and vape products in Ohio. It's going from 18 to 21. Governor DeWine signed the bill into law as part of the state budget. Also on Wednesday, there's a ban on flavored vaping liquids in Michigan. It's an effort to curb the growing epidemic of teen vaping and the first state to do so. Governor Whitmer declared uh, the emergency rules on September 4th to take effect today, setting a 900% increase in youth users from 2011 to 2015 alone. That's like every youth. That's a big increase. But no, um, I've been. I was wondering why, because I'm old now, so I don't really pay attention to these laws because they don't affect me. But yeah, I went to the gas station. And it was like, it said like coming soon or like mm-hmm. starting on Monday, we will not sell tobacco products to anyone. We will card everyone that appears to look 21 and under. And I was like, why is that? Like you could be whatever. Now I understand. And I, I remember hearing about it, but yeah, and a lot of, so if you're, you can't get them because they're putting up the signs. So don't be 18 or like 20 and try to get something because they're going to card you. I still get carded for stuff. I look youthful though. Uh, discussion about the Joker from Joaquin Phoenix and beyond as it comes out this week. And no surprise, his girlfriend's trailer hit yesterday and also a cancer story in the Beyonce family before 7. Good morning, it's 6.55. No, 6.53 on the morning reboot. Apologies for that. 8.05 is when you get your first national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. We will do a panel full of ladies with prizes right around 8.30. If you miss any part of the show, please grab the podcast link. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. It finally aired yesterday. With his grandmother behind the camera, our next guest has gone from breaking news in Toledo, Ohio, to interviewing Elizabeth Warren, Brad Pitt, and now one of the biggest icons in the world. Take a look. How you feeling, bud? Good. This is a three camera setup, so this must be a really good interview. This is her her grandma's last looks. Just making sure, you know, no ashy elbows, knees, a ton of Vaseline. You being a former TV reporter, what advice would you have for me and other aspiring journalists? Well, I, I really am just so excited that you are content being authentically yourself. I can see from watching you that you are 100% fully always just yourself. You are curious, you are inquisitive, you are intelligent, you are thoughtful, you listen to people's answers, and um, you are 100% yourself. And viewers will take note of when you're not being yourself. Uh, will everybody help. knows they it. You help. know what the thing is? People know when you're not being yourself. Even if they can't articulate for themselves what it is, they just know something's off. Jaden and Oprah mm. aired yesterday on Ellen. Uh, you can find out more, see more on our, well, we, we, if you can do Google, you can find it. But it's on our Facebook yeah. page. Um, it's, uh, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Knowles is sharing his story. Beyonce's dad has breast cancer. 
He shared with Good Morning America's Michael Strahan in an interview that will air today. Promo posted on Twitter on Tuesday. Promises Knowles will open up during the sit-down about his diagnosis and fight against the disease as well as his family's reaction to it. How was it to tell your family about the diagnosis, Strahan asks. Um, viewers will have to tune in Wednesday to see the response and more. Reports surfaced a couple of years ago that Beyonce and her dad were feuding. But Knowles, who managed Destiny's Child, told E.T. at the time, there was nothing but love between them. These dangerous rumors defame my family name. They have no validity and hold no merit. But I am interesting, interested in hearing about his story and his that's, battle against yeah, breast cancer. And good for him for sharing that story because I'm sure there are tens of thousands of men who are affected by mm, it who won't talk about well, it because they think it's only a woman's illness. Even remember when Desmond, he talked about it that a lot of men succumb to it because they don't talk about it or... There's a, there's a shame behind it. Yeah, so, embarrassed yeah. to get care, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Joker hits theaters this weekend. Uh, lots of polarizing festival re- reviews and pre-release backlash that include fears the film may inspire violence. Um, it's also likely to set records, uh, especially for an opening weekend in October. The current record for the month was set last year by another comic book movie. Did you see Venom? No. It it made a lot of money and it wasn't as good as some people's. It, it was. It seemed like it was split down the middle, but more people were just like, "Eh." But they're getting a sequel, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. And trying to build this Spider Verse, and I love, I love Tom Hardy. Uh, that earned just over eighty million dollars. Joker, which is currently in the range of eighty to ninety-five million, an opening in the middle of that range would put the movie alongside Logan, another R-rated superhero drama, which opened to eighty-eight million in March of twenty seventeen. Warner Brothers is being conservative, thinking it'll earn about seventy-five to eighty million. Um, it's still likely to be a very, very successful movie financially. No national theater chains have announced plans for increased security this weekend. Uh, the theater where the Aurora shooting took place that we discussed last week with the parents who wrote a letter to Warner Brothers will not screen it during the weekend. And the dine-in chain, Alamo Drafthouse, told Entertainment Weekly it'll be hiring additional security personnel personnel in its 40 locations. Obviously, there will be alcohol involved there. Um, what, did, uh, what did Joaquin Phoenix say about playing the struggle comedian Arthur Fleck who ultimately turns into the Joker it's a difficult film in some ways it's good that people are having a strong reaction to it I was going through the script and I realized I said well why would they make me something like where you sympathize or empathize with this villain it's like because that's what we have to do so it seemed at first he had some hesitation but apparently this this could be another award-winning role for him and maybe even for the movie as well I'm excited like me too I'm not a huge movie goer, but there's something about this movie that I'm just like, if I don't see it within like the first few weeks it's out, I'm going to punch myself in the face. I'm going to go Friday after the show. Um, I, have, oh, I have a question. So, somebody, totally go with you. Somebody asked me a, a, a thought experiment question yesterday. Have you ever whole, heard the old uh, the old superhero? Uh, is Batman a superhero? Because mm-hmm. he didn't really have superpowers, like mm-hmm. super. So that that's an I'm inter- that person. It's an interesting debate. How about this? Is this movie a Batman movie? It could potentially go there, but I feel like this is an origin story. So I no, because I feel like this is his standalone thing. Okay. It's I, I know we always associate the Joker with Batman, but it's actually you know how I feel about DC. They're like kind of, but like when it comes to villains, they tap into that really well. Like their villains cannot be touched. I. I Joker is arguably the, the, mm-hmm. the most timeless villain of, yeah. of all time. I'm interested I, to see their take because I know I, I feel feeling that sorry to cut you off. This is gonna be one of those movies that at the end I'm gonna be like, 
man, he's not that bad. Like, you know, I feel for him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, ah, it's not his fault. (laughs) So, but yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, uh, you know how I felt. The last time I felt this way about a movie, I saw it. I was very disappointed. Which one? Dark Phoenix. Ooh. This one is this one is critically acclaimed. I know, but that I'm was so ex- critically slammed. I, well, you know, I don't listen to critics. I'm my own critic, so um, but I'm excited. I am excited. To answer the question, is it a Batman movie? I think the answer is yes and no. Even if this was not called the Joker, and if, mm-hmm. even if he didn't have a purple suit and makeup, I, like I've said for months now, I'd still be fascinated watching the psychological journey of 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 a person turning into a sociopath. I just hope at the end, like they do the thing where like they zoom in on his face and like we see like the Joker that we know. And we're like, oh, there it is. I'm ready. Who's the Joker's girlfriend? Harley Quinn. Correct. And the, and the trailer for Birds of Prey coming out next year hit yesterday. You know what a Harlequin is? A Harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives two sh** who we are beyond that. I'm the one they should be scared of. Having a good time. Get ready, ladies. Uh, you Listen, she embodies that character so well. And like I said, DC all around. I'm just like, oh, but they're villains. They, they they just speak to my soul. And I'm the, I don't have a mean bone in my body when I'm sober. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I the Mr. J. I'm just like, something about that line just hit me, and I'm just like, she's such a she's I know she's getting her it. just dues, like as a I feel like she's still so underrated that she just bust out these blockbusters and she's Tanya Harding, she's Harley Quinn, she's, I can't think of what she just did recently. She was like... She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, thank you. She, uh, Yeah, she played another starlet and I'm just like... Yeah, she's great. She's so versatile. I was like, she could be like the next Meryl Streep, but I know that's a lot of pressure to put on her, but I feel like she could do anything because she's, she's really, really Good. She's played so many iconic characters. Mm-hmm. If she if she didn't, she could be known only for this Harley Quinn role, which she brought to life, as you heard and mm-hmm. said so well. She mirrors the voice of the original actress from the Batman, so, the animated series. Oh, so Ar- good. Her, that actress's name is Arlene Sorkin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has any kind of cameo in this in this movie. This movie is all the female villains. Uh, Birds of Prey. It comes out, I believe, February seventh. Um, and Jesse's you- sister in it. You and uh, you and McGregor is the villain of the villain mm-hmm. in the movie. He plays the character Black Mask, and he looks great as well. I'm glad that he is back and acting, much like I am. I, I put and maybe it's because both of their names begin with E, but uh, you and McGregor and Ethan Hawke. I'm glad they're both back yeah. in big roles. I, I agree. Uh, Seven oh two with the morning reboot. Where my girls at? From the front to back. Seven oh two. Seven oh two. Oh, I was like, what? They're back? I got excited. Where are my girls at? Kick it from the front to back. Can you feel that? Put one hand up. Can you repeat that? I was hoping you trying were going to help out. Trying to take my man. I ain't trying to have that. Hey, 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 hey. Don't you violate me. Toledo. Something's happening. Oh. Oh, here we go. Ready for it? I was so gay. 1999. <laughs> I was in the back of my mom's car. Were you gayer now or then? Oh, I was so much gayer back then. <laughs> it's a classic. See, he's my property. Oh, this video. 
She totally had a sidekick, by the way. Didn't we all? Yeah. Uh, Urban Dictionary Spelling Bee is a couple of minutes away. And then what did your wedding cost? Could you text us that right now? Was it a lot? Did you go a little thrifty? Uh, 419-240-1055. We'll get to that and more about weddings after 730. 7-16. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. We are very glad you've taken time out of your day to spend it with us here on Q105. In less than an hour, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff here on Q105. You can text the show. We're looking to see how extravagant or how thrifty, how cost-effective and efficient your wedding was. We'll get to that shortly after 730-419-240-1055. Maybe sometime in the next hour, the sun will rise too. Isn't there a song like that? I don't know. It's from the Lion King Broadway. Sorry. This song called like, The Sun Will Rise. Sun will rise. We just might not see it because of all the clouds and the mm. rain today. Um, it is time for an edition of Urban Dictionary not, Spelling Bee. I'm ready. Floyd, can you explain to uh, anybody who's new to the audience how this works? So, Eric, it's, it's like a spelling bee, but it's from Urban Dictionary. So, what happens is he gives me a word. I have to try to spell it. And in most cases, it's... you. Most cases, we're taught to sound stuff out. It doesn't work that way in Urban Dictionary spelling. For those that don't know, can you explain Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary is slang. So slang terms. So like we would call a computer a computer, but like on Urban Dictionary, they would call it like a, a polywag top. I don't know, like just something random I, and out there. A better example from like five years ago. If you <laughs> went to the computer, you know the cat gif? Yeah. Computer, tell me what. Fleek is. Yeah, fleek, yeah, that's fleek. probably better. Yeah, or fleek or, yeet. Yeet or shade. Shade. So Yeah, those are like basic ones, but yeah, we got it. I have uh, I've cobbled together some words and I had I had no idea that this was apparently an, an acronym. Um do you know what the Turing test is? T U R I N G. Do you know who Alan Turing was? No. You should watch, uh, I think it's called The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. It's, it's the story of Alan Turing, who helped decode Nazi messages during World War II. Oh. He was also uh, a closeted homosexual. Oh, I do know about him. And, yes. he, and I think I believe he killed himself mm-hmm. after he came out. And I think he was was punished for being gay. Now, so this is like in the 50s, but a, a brilliant, I believe, scientist. I'm ready. That was me breathing out. Apparently, completely automated public touring test to tell computers and humans apart is CAPTCHA. Do you know what a CAPTCHA is? No, is that one of the words? That is, you do have to spell CAPTCHA. CAPTCHA is, <laughs> is when you go into a website and it needs to make sure that you're not some kind of bot and you've got to... Uh, which pictures have streetlights in them? Or... What letters do you see? So it's not like my cousin said, you better capture him. Right. <laughs> you uh, best go get him. Right. Capture. So, <laughs> so spell capture. Capture. What the heck? I, C-A-P- C-H-U-R-E. Captcha. So close. C-A-P-T-C-H-A. Captcha. I'm always off by one letter. I'll cuss word. All right, now I can't give you the definition of this. Okay. Or a sentence because you'll figure it out. But sad mare. Sad mare. 
S A D M A R E. You finally got one right. Yay! A heartbreaking dream that arouses so much negative emotion that you can't get it out of your head for days. Mommy, I had a sad mare last night. What was it about? I can't remember, but I'm still sad. I want some of the Texas. And if your child ever walked up to you and said, I had a sad mare, I need to know if this is used in everyday legal jargon. Uh, I can give you, a, I can use this in a sentence, but I won't give you the definition. Omnimodus. What? Or omnimodus. Is God omnimodus? Or would it be om, omnipotus? No. Omnimodus. Omnimodus. O M N I O T I S? You missed the letter and you were close. Oh. Uh, Omnimodus, O-M-N-I-M-O-T-U-S. Boo! Okay, one letter, one letter. The feeling of all emotions simultaneously and with the same degree of intensity. I like that word. Uh, I'm going to use that I, sentence today. You'll have to just have to spell this one pretty easy. Bro-noun. 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 Bro, B-R-O-N-O-U-N. Yep. Uh, words used by bros to replace standard fo- standard noun forms such as bro, dude, man, guy, and occasionally cuz. Bro, try this. <laughs> I can't say that. Don't say cuz again. Um, <laughs> Let me read it. No. We, uh. <laughs> I will say that loud. We, uh. I'll show you during the break. Okay. Uh, now, we talked about this word last week. So let's see if you remember. You remember uh, sapiosexual? Yes. So sapiophobic sapiophobic someone who is scared of intelligent people perhaps because they're stupid uh i'm gonna botch this s e i'm sorry what say bio say sapio phobic s a p o p h o b i a you miss letters that you shouldn't say s a p i o p h o b i c um, I I wish they did pronunciate pronunciations on okay. our dictionary. Um, Shivam or Shivam, <laughs> Shivam, Shivam Say or Shivam, Shivam, Shivam. <laughs> the meaning is simple. It means good oath or even good luck in some some languages. Hey there, would be all good. Shivam in all of you. Shivam. S H E V E M. Close. S H I V A M. Ah. Shivam? Uh, Shivam. Smexy. What? Smexy. Smexy. S-M-E? I don't even know. C-K-S-E-E. You overthought it. Smexy. S-M-E-X-Y. Smexy is a person who is smart and sexy. Also known as Eric. Oh, oh, I added that part. Um... Tripo, you're not going to get this. Nope. Give it a... Just stop. Tripophobia. Tripophobia. A fear of holes. Oh, that's me. Be warned that if you Google this word unknowingly, you will encounter images of holes in human skin, often with something in them. Uh, Tripo... No, don't don't look it up. Oh, sorry. I got excited. I wanted to look at these pictures. Tripophobia. T-R-I-P. P. No. Trip. Trip. O, P H I B I A, T R Y P O P H O B I A. Last one, uh, Nevea, Nevea. 
That's some children's name spelled backwards. Nevea is a beautiful name for a beautiful person. Nevea. Oh, it's heaven backwards. Oh man. N e v a e n h. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's heaven backwards. Do you know a Nevea? I do. Well done today. Not bad today. Nevaeh Vasquez. Uh, she doesn't live here, though. We'll, we'll give you a passing grade for Urban Dictionary That's spelling fine. me today. Uh, what did your wedding cost? What were the biggest headaches cobbling it all together? The guest list, the food, uh, the entertainment. Uh, I'm hosting a wedding over the weekend. What does that entail? Uh, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Text us your wedding cost, 419-240-1055. <laughs> Good morning. The morning reboot a little bit after 8 o'clock. Your first national keyword to try to score a 1000 bucks in the $1,000 payoff. You can text the show. You can do that now if you want. Phones are open if you want to hop in for this. 419-240-1055. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Alex is here. Good morning. Thank you for the coffee. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for the I told you I was going to get you some. Such a sweet woman you are. I was making sure I was on. Hey, you're good. You're on. You're on. Um, Alex, we're... so I have, I'm hosting a wedding on Saturday night. Is, is this the one you've been talking about for a little while? I guess so. Yeah, I don't, I don't go to a lot of weddings. I don't know if I get invited. What? Nothing. Oh! <laughs> Who has a host? So, I, I just want to know what he's going to do. He has a script and everything. I do. And I, I need is it. Is it themed? No, no. I figured it would be. So they're... they're it's going to be nice, though. It's going to be a real nice wedding. In, instead of having, uh, and, and I, was, I dug into costs yesterday of a wedding, and I think you'll have some insight on this because your best friend is getting married soon, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure hey, her, Allie. I'm sure her wedding is quite pricey. Allie so and Mr. Ann Arbor. I found <laughs> a website, and it's up on our Q105 Facebook page, that, um, that apparently has cobbled together some data of how much weddings are in cities all over the country and we were in the very bottom of it or or very least expensive Mm -hmm. um there were some i think like in manhattan that were like forty five thousand dollars for a wedding if not more i feel like that's cheap for manhattan i I might be off on that Mm. uh there was a couple like in north dakota twelve thousand dollars for a wedding (sighs) we fell i think at like Fourteen five, fourteen thousand five hundred dollars for the average wedding here in Toledo. Now I have no concept of how expensive or how hurt your bank. How (laughs) it's it's a small car. It hurt. I was like, oh. So we we were talking about debt yesterday. Mm -hmm. One thing that we we overlooked a little bit. I think Bethany and her husband Josh have mentioned this a little bit. One of the things they're looking to pay, paying off is their wedding because wedding oh, can... I would never yeah. think that would be part of debt. Yeah, I mean. some some um, some places you can put down like a deposit and then pay the remainder like at oh. a different time. Yeah, I don't know if really anybody pays it all at once. And is it customary, Alex, for... Is it the... Uh, the bride's family or the bride's dad to pay for it? That's baloney. That's out the window. Probably if you're, probably if the bride has money, like right. maybe. But um, I don't really think that that's. I think, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm a single lady. I have no idea what wedding planning is. But I feel like it should be a joint union because you're. Yeah. At the, I mean, I don't think. So say Alex and I are getting married. I don't think she should pay for the full wedding when she's taking on my last name. I right, should probably help too. Right. I think that when my brother um, and my sister-in-law got married a couple years ago, they I think my parents like put in on, I think we paid for the open bar. like mm-hmm. So our family paid for the open bar and helped with things. But okay. that's about all you're going to get. I think nowadays it's very much the bride and groom pay for their own wedding. And I was actually going to say, um, my, my one of my former co-workers got 
just got recently got married, and they made a joint bank account where they put money in there together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So most of the times, couples talk about it before yeah. they jump right into it, like, it's hey, a- we need to save this much together. Yeah. It's it's much different than it used to mm-hmm. be. Customary, yeah. typical things, because money is so important to all of us, and it's a shared event, as you said, Floyd. <clears throat> so uh, the, the wedding I'll be hosting over the weekend, they saved some money by not having a band or a DJ, It'll be a Spotify playlist, and I'll be in between the songs. It's going to be fine. Trust me. No, um, we have some text messages, too. So thank you guys for coming in. Uh, look, there's a million websites on the internet that, mm-hmm. that, that has, has all kinds of data. and But yeah. this one seemed somewhat trustworthy. Most expensive wedding features. Uh, reception venue, engagement ring, the band, photographer, ceremony, site. Um, another note here, bar service. If you're opting for an open mm-hmm. bar service at your reception, the average couple pays between $1,800 and $3,000. Yeah. Having mm-hmm. a cash bar is one option for alleviating that expense, no. but mm-hmm. the recommendation is you just go for cheaper booze than making your, your people pay. Um, least expensive wedding features. Favors, invitations, the cake, Ceremony musician transportation. It even uh, breaks it down here to wedding cake. The average expend expenditure is three dollars and ninety ninety cents per piece of wedding cake. Yeah, wedding cakes can be up there. Like I know. Um, well, when you're getting like champagne infused sponge cake <laughs> <laughs> and buttercream. <laughs> You give me a good old grandma's pound cake. <laughs> like you give me a good old Yeah. We'll put we'll stack three of them and call it a tear cake. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Text in one second, Red Floyd. Al- Alex, you were right. Uh, I'm sorry, Manhattan, eighty-eight thousand dollars. Six hundred and thirty dollars per person. Cincinnati, twenty thousand. Cleveland, twenty-one. Columbus, twenty-one. I'm sorry, we're at fifteen seven here. We're still on the lower end of things. Uh let's grab this first and then text messages. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Leah. Hi, Leah. How much did your wedding cost? It was about sixteen thousand. We got married in Cleveland, but Ooh, and it was Cleveland. kind of around the same. Yeah. yeah, kind of around the same as like Toledo area, I guess. What was uh, what What was the the hardest expense to swallow uh, when you were putting it all together? Uh, honestly, the food. Um, we opted out a buffet, and we had a plated service where mm-hmm. oh, every nice. the plates are served to them. But even opting out a buffet, it was still so expensive. No matter how you twist and turn it, the food was. It was really hard to swallow that that food was costing us like thirty dollars per person. Right. Right. Uh, thanks very much, Leah. 419-240-1055. Floyd Tex? Um, yeah, we have a few. And actually, Courtney, she said, I'm going to paraphrase because it's pretty lengthy. She, her parents pretty much broke it down. So her dad paid for the photographer. Her husband's father paid for alcohol. Her mother's fa- her father, her mother-in-law paid for food. And her mom paid for the dress. So all together, it was like 2600 Oh. So the, the way they just broke it down. Yeah. So that makes per sense Per person? Mm-hmm. Or per person paying for it? Per person paying for it, and it all came up to that. And then the venue was 1200 So I guess that would go that way if you're going to do it that way as a parent. I'm blah, 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 blah. As a parent, because I know, I feel like every little girl dreams of that big wedding. Yeah. And then when it comes yeah. to it, like adult reality kicks in, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I, I'm not going to get the long veil. Like, I'm, I'm very much like a do-it-yourselfer. Like I like DIY projects, so I just know why wedding is going to be full of that. So hopefully it will be less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> 419-240-1055. Hi, good morning. Hi. Who's this? 
Um, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How much did your wedding cost? Um, it was about thirty-two hundred dollars. Ah, that's a good. That's thirty-two hundred. That's not bad. Not thirty-two thousand. Oh, I was like, who? Not thirty-two thousand. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. My husband and I mostly paid for it by ourselves. How did? Well, that's not a. That's not a big cost. I mean, it, look, if you have it, you have it. But what did you do to keep costs down so much? I did a lot of it myself, whether it be researching different venues, different food events. Um, my grandparents actually paid for the alcohol, so that we saved a big chunk there. That was like our wedding present from them. Got but. it. Got it. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. 419-240-1055. I mean, you can really get creative and still give your guests yeah. a good experience. It's like, we're having Rosie's food truck. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. One of my girlfriends... Sh- Wait, hold on one second. Sit go. tight. Sorry. Mm. I, as we deal with the phone thing here. <laughs> Good morning. Who's this? I'm glad there were. My name is Tara. Hi, Tara. How much was your wedding? Um, it actually wasn't my wedding. I just went to my brother-in-law's wedding. So I guess I am married. But anyway, uh, her father, the, gr- the bride's father, paid for everything. So okay. it's not out the window. Money. He's just retired from the service and he's old school. So Old school and had a pension. He has had something. It was nice. Yeah, thanks so much. That's nice. I think tradition goes out the window, and we just scrounge it all together, and you pay for it. Alex, you were going to say you went to a friend's wedding? Were your friends getting married? Well, you mentioned the Rosie's food truck. No, so one of my girlfriends, she's not getting married, and they're not, I don't believe they're engaged yet, but I think it's happening. And we, the way that we all met was at a place where there was, um, it was New Year's at a place where they had unlimited hot dogs. (laughs) It was New Year's Eve. Uh And we, and he was the bartender and we were there and (laughs) we got, we ate a million hot dogs and he kept having to refill them and now they're dating and they're probably going to get married. That's their thing. Yeah. And so I was like, you need to have hot dogs at your wedding because it's, it's, it's like, like your inside joke, yeah, but like it's, it's, you it's still like, get it. It's like how we met. A wiener wedding? A wiener wedding. Beth, uh, did you see Bethany's text, Floyd? You read hers. No. I got it. Um, you, okay. Our, Bethany and her husband, Josh, uh, Bethany joins us on Fridays. Our <laughs> wedding was around 20000 and we did it pretty inexpensive. The minute you say it's <laughs> for a wedding, the price goes up. I'm assuming for photography oh, or anything yeah. else. Um, pretty interesting list. It's posted up on our um, Q105 Facebook page. I would say I'm, I'm, we got a lot of texts. Thank you guys for texting. A lot of people did it very inexpensively. I'm That's like good. going in my brain. Like av- the average so far is between two thousand and the most is ten thousand. Abatha. Well, Abatha is an, an MD, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> That's yeah, so, cheap for an MD. But the not lo- a clinician. <laughs> no, okay, correct. Sorry. The lowest one we got is 2000 and it seems like everyone roughly is around like 3000 to 6000 but now, so, Abby. I, I wouldn't, so the one caller said it's 3200 and then some other people mm-hmm. paid for it. I'd like to know the total cost, not what specific people paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 3200 sounds, I mean, if you got it done, you got it done. It looks like the cheapest wedding on this list. They don't even get towns mentioned. It's just Mississippi, the state of $12,000. And barbecue and picnic tables. Cheap to marry your relative. <laughs> Scott said, our our morning texter, Scott said he saved money because he had a lakeside wedding at his dad's place, about 100 guests, That's and cool. they did the reception in his garage and had pizza for dinner, and he said it was absolutely perfect. So Hi. I guess it depends on the couple, It depends too. on the person, yeah, and what you want. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Becky. Hi, Becky. How much was your wedding? Um, well, it was like 16 years ago, and it was about 15000 Okay. 
Wonder how much it would be now. What was the most expensive part of it or the biggest financial headache to deal with? Uh, number one was food. Number two was the bar. The, my bar bill was like almost $9,000. Mm. A lot of people. A lot of drunks. And we had over 500 people. Oh, yeah. That's not bad then. Mm. For 15000 for 500 is not bad. You're a popular lady. You know what, Floyd? Let's do this. It's, no, it's my parents who are popular. <laughs> oh, see? Like, it's your parents' wedding. It's your marriage. Would we know who they are? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, thank you for the calls and the text messages. Yeah, Ashley's. I did. Was she oh, eighteen thousand? Eighteen thousand, girl. Ashley. Yeah, I was like, ooh, girl. It was just her anniversary yesterday. Oh, happy anniversary! Wonder what they did last night. Get their eighteen thousand worth, right? Right. Brown chicken. Um, maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can go another direction with this later on this week. Like, who had the biggest wedding? Like five hundred people. That's a lot. That is a lot. Also. And then we got to wrap up. It's that we save money on our wedding by having it on a Friday. It was half yes. the price of doing it on a Saturday. Yes. And probably yes, I didn't know that Thursday nights, Friday nights. People oh, are okay. having people are, are like steering away from the traditional Saturday and different seasons too. Probably different seasons. I like a good fall wedding. Mm. Outside or indoor? It depends. So okay. my girlfriend got married. Ooh, their anniversary is this weekend. I think. Oh, and it was. Um, inside, but it was a it was like a lovely weekend. Okay. So the reception was inside too, but everybody was kind of outside. So um, Nick Nick Jonas Floyd and you have something uh, somewhat in common. Ooh. I know what it is. Okay, we'll do it before eight o'clock. Seven fifty seven. The morning reboot. Q one hundred five. Good morning. Um, we've got a word for you. A national keyword in a couple of minutes to win the thousand dollar payoff. Are you looking at eyebrow videos? <laughs> Come up at the same time, or was I? No, it was just on my screen. Did you share it, and then that's how I saw Mm -mm. it? (laughs) Uh, Panelful ladies with prizes around eight thirty today. My friend Dorothy from Good Grief shortly, and what's happening with that breakfast on October seventeenth? It's a great cause. Uh, Floyd, what do you and Nick Jonas have in common besides dashing good looks, musical talent, so handsome, and you both have siblings? Yes, we got the the gosh darn diabetes. We got diabetes. Diabetes. His is one. Yes, is he two. has a pump. Um, he, he said because of uh, the diabetes and the complications when he was uh, he was diagnosed when he was 13 years old, I was very close to a coma, like a day away if I hadn't gone to the hospital. According to an interview he did with People a bunch of years ago, a year after being diagnosed, his family knew something was wrong when he suddenly, suddenly began, in, uh, began indicating all the telltale signs of being diabetic. Intentional, uh, dramatic loss of weight. Um, and he was constantly craving and consuming copious amounts of water and soda, dozens of bottles a day. His blood sugar levels were over 700. Mm-hmm. What's What are yours? Uh, like 120 to 170. Wow. Okay. And you're supposed to be between 80 and 120, so I'm good for my body type. Yay. Uh, his is heredity and yours is... Mine's serenity. I got this from my mama. Okay. okay. <laughs> got it from my mama. Got it not, from my mama. Not to ask, the diabetes. <laughs> but besides that, I mean, you guys are practically the same person. Right. Minus that my apartment is the size of his bedroom. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Priyanka Once... Chopra, who's your Priyanka? Ooh. I don't think she's pretty. I do. Shut up. She is attractive. Mm. I'm a Sophie Turner type of guy. She's fine. Really? Yeah. 
Compared to Priyanka? Mm-hmm. Mm. Who's, is it Kevin? I like his normal wife. <laughs> I love that no she's one knows her name. Isn't she, isn't she somebody's ho- sister? She's, she's like, like a Hollywood planner, too. She's like, isn't she Hillary Duff's sister? Ha- it's Haley Duff. Oh, it, isn't that his? No. 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 <laughs> Who did normal. she marry? Quit trying she... to make the Duff sisters happen. <laughs> <laughs> did they... <laughs> she married somebody. <laughs> Hillary was with a hockey player for long. I don't know who Haley married. He mar- They had a show, and he married someone. Well, th- they were the first one to have a show. It was like This Jonas Life or something. Maybe. Um. Next up, uh, speaking of relationships, it looks like Kylie and Travis Scott are taking a Ooh. break. <laughs> she looks what? like Haley Duff. <laughs> Who'd you look up? Ooh. Is it Kevin's wife? Yeah, Danielle. Ooh. Oh, 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 reality television personality. And founder of a jewelry company. Oh, okay, never mind. But I think she was... From their show. Yeah, she's a reality star All because right, of that show. You win this time. Um, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner, they're taking a break. They're taking some time, but they're not done. They still have some trust issues, but their problems have stemmed from <laughs> uh, more I'm of the stress it. of their lifestyles. They share one-year-old daughter, Stormy Webster. Um, she's 22, he's 28. They have not publicly confirmed this. They were last seen together at the premiere of his documentary, Travis Scott, Look Mom, I Can Fly, on August 28th. I watched that. Was it good? It was all right. You like Travis Scott? Mm, I'm indifferent. I'll listen to it, but I won't actively like go out and try to listen to it. It's lit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I liked, I mean, I guess his documentary, it was very heartfelt when it comes to his love for Houston. So that was nice. Uh, he's the one that came out that weird asteroid from the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. With Maroon 5. His, if you watch the documentary, it shows what his concerts are like. They're like carnivals. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. They're like you go to a carnival and then you go into the concert. It's like a. I'd never seen all around experience. Yeah, mm. I'd never seen any of his live performances. But he, now, granted, maybe it's because we all went into sleep during Rune Five. But his energy <laughs> and his performance was great during the Super Bowl. It was. It was. What do you remember? That, let me tell you. Like, that people was, ask me, yeah, they're like, that was a mistake. Yeah, it was bad. That was like, bad. what do you remember from the Room 5 Super Bowl? Nothing. Wait, SpongeBob was there. Yeah. SpongeBob with Travis was there. Scott. With Travis Scott. He, SpongeBob introduced Travis Scott. And, and Adam <laughs> Levine's shirt ever. looked like people's pillows. So bizarre. No, not even that. I don't remember. Um, why would we be talking about Imagine Dragons in entertainment? Yes, thunder. Yeah, thunder. So somebody died, right? They did. Well, it's like when you see somebody trending oh, on Twitter. Trending. Yeah, I mean, what they, happened? Their front man, Dan Reynolds, and his wife welcomed their fourth child. Oh, <sighs> okay. And it's Twitter. the fourth. Right. I mean, they already have four of those things. So I didn't know he had a, trending. I'm I didn't sorry. know he had a first name. Dan Reynolds. He, That's just a magic dragon. Frequently, frequently with his shirt off. Uh, but I saw the story, and I'm like, oh no, just like. Trending. Yeah. Did they die? Did, was there a sexual Car assault accident. allegation? Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, the the date of the birth of the child is significant because uh, Dan is from Vegas, and it was what two years ago to the date during the music festival where there was a a shooting. Born this morning on October first, Valentine Reynolds. The name Valentine means strong. As today marks the second anniversary of our most tragic day in Vegas, it also now represents the day we celebrate the birth of new life. We are truly feeling hashtag Vegas strong today. So great sentiments. That's nice. <laughs> really? That's nice. Yeah, but I'm with Alex. I'm like, once you have like, once you have like, maybe after your second, ch- ch- I said chitterling, after like when you get your third kid, like we're pregnant again. I don't care. That means I gotta go to another baby shower, or like people have like five. 
We're expecting again. I'm so overjoyed. Why? How? Ill. So I <laughs> th- is it is it tasteful? And maybe maybe this is a question for another day to have baby showers back to back. So like you already have a baby, mm-hmm. and now you're pregnant with another one, and your first baby's like one or one and a half, and now you're having another baby shower. What are they going to shower you with? Gifts <laughs> you already have. The only time the, somebody had to tell me this because I was obviously I'm being petty, and they said, "Well, if it's a girl and you already had a boy, then maybe the girl needs girl gifts." Ask him. Ask his mom. Oh, my sister and I are back to back, but she also did. Was she just, have two baby showers. Mine, my mom didn't. My brother. And I, I are don't back think to she back. did either. But I think it's a good question. I think after my sister came out, she said, "Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I have two children under the age of what two? Yeah, my, <laughs> bro- my brother and not. I are like." less than two years apart yeah absolutely not but i've seen it like i've seen it happen where they where there's been like multiple baby showers and baby showers are being are more elaborate now mm-hmm. and so i said that's what i'm you not should buying do. you two the gifts the cost of a baby shower because some people run out halls uh-huh and- but if it's a, if you have a boy and you're having a girl then i can understand i had to i at first i was kind of i wasn't like enraged i was just kind of <laughs> like this is this is greedy but then it makes sense i got it with the girl but just no. Um, if you need money, thousand dollar payoff. Want to do that? There you go. Mm, thank you. Uh, your chance to win another one thousand dollars with the thousand dollar payoff. Text the national keyword "luck" to nine five eight one nine. Luck L U C K to nine five eight one nine. We'll text you back confirming your entry data and message rates may apply. With Q105. Good grief of Northwest Ohio. What is that? How can you be a part of it? It's a great cause, and we have more next. One oh five studios sponsored by Eight seventeen on Q one oh five to win the thousand dollar payoff. You can text the national keyword luck L U C K to nine five eight one nine to try to win a thousand dollars. You've all hour to text that. It's Eric and Floyd. We've got a full house. Uh, morning reboot, Eric and Floyd. Our friend Alex is here. Good morning. Hey. Thanks for the coffee. You're welcome. Uh, another friend is here. In fact, all four of these people here on the radio right now on October 17th will be at the Pinnacle. My friend Dorothy from uh, Good Grief of Northwest Ohio is back. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with what Good Grief is because every time somebody either hears you on the show or I tell them about it or they find out about it, they always say, "I wish I knew about this sooner." Yes, and indeed. Um, well, we are a nonprofit, and we provide peer support groups for children and teens who are grieving the death of somebody significant in their lives. So it's not counseling or therapy, it's peer support. So a chance for um, kids to be with other kids who've experienced something similar so they feel less isolated, less alone. And through activities and sort of experiential tasks, we help them sort of identify um, within themselves positive coping skills and um, supportive people and activities to help them through uh, rough times and in doing that they are less likely to rely on um, not so positive Mm -hmm. coping skills uh, all the way into adulthood because it's not something that we can take away. 27 hours a fortnight. Not a good coping skill, right? <laughs> no, um, it's not. Are you? I, I know you're here to talk about uh, the breakfast coming yeah. up at the Pinnacle on the 17th of October, but you mentioned the kids participate in activities, and you had a kind of get to know Good Grief uh, back did. in the summertime at uh, Shorty's Back 40. What? What are? What I went through some of the activities. Mm-hmm. There was a Band-Aid on one, and it was traumatic. I remember mm. that. I'm so sorry, Eric. Had I known, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You didn't know what. What are the Band-Aids? Here what, comes are, Eric. what are some of the activities that the kids? Uh, get to go through to, to kind of hope move some of that grief away sure so um 
really kind of fun and can be kind of um, dramatic's not the right word, but very impactful is um, getting phone books and sort of ripping them up to sort of release the anger and the energy um, because. Uh, you know, grief is complicated and messy, and kids are sometimes afraid to share their true feelings because the adults around them either don't understand or um, they want to protect the people that are around them. So they kind of keep that stuff inside. So like the the example of the phone books is a chance to just let it out, mm-hmm. that it's okay to be angry um, and that there's really no, there's no right or wrong way to do this and there's no emotion that, that shouldn't be um, expressed. Dorothy from Good Grief of Northwest Ohio. You can find more out about them on, on Facebook, uh, social media platforms, and of course the website as well. We're looking forward to the 17th for the big fundraiser of the year, the yes. Good Grief breakfast uh if you uh want to yell at a famous weather guy for getting things wrong this is the time to do it because ryan weekman is the mc correct he is for the second year in a row we're very lucky to have ryan weekman um be our guest mc again this year and um in addition to yelling at ryan if that's what you feel like you want to <laughs> do um you know if people you mentioned people wish they'd knew, known about it sooner mm-hmm. so there's there's room for people to attend we'd love for people in the community to come there's no cost to attend and there's lots of different ways and it is a fundraiser no Mm -hmm. doubt about it but there's lots of different ways to support good grief um and this morning that that morning's uh event would be a good way to find out exactly what we do we'll hear from kids that are participating we'll hear from hear from volunteers um and you know uh, we'll just talk about the program our program director Shana Sadowski will get up and talk about some of the changes and progresses that we've made. Um, so it's really just a chance to learn more um, and then, you know, raise your hand if you think you might be interested in, in throwing in with us. So it's it's free on the 17th. It is a fundraiser. And to backtrack on that a little bit, because everything that Good Grief does for, for kids and teens, it's free, right? That's correct. Our services are always free of charge and they're open-ended too, which means families decide when they start and they stay with us as long as they feel that they want to. I should also say that we're also in the schools. We're in about five schools this year. Um, so if, you know, I, I would say check with your school counselor and see if it's, if your school is one of them. Uh, you move locations as well we uh, on Reynolds Road, correct? We are. We're at 440 South Reynolds Road now. Um, and of course, everybody, anybody's welcome to participate in our, in our program space. Um, so yeah, we're excited about the new space, and uh, it's a little bit closer to uh, many of the people that we're serving, and um, a, little, a little easier to get to in some ways. So yeah, it was a good move for us. Uh, what's the pro- what are the programming schedules usually like? Is it Tuesday nights? We have programs on Tuesday nights, and they're in two week cycles. So everybody that comes on Tuesday comes every other Tuesday, and then we also have programs on Thursday. So again. You could come every week if you wanted to, Mm -hmm. but it would be a different group of people because most families pick a night that works best for their schedule and they come then every other Thursday or every other Tuesday. Uh, Dorothy from Good Grief of Northwest Ohio here on the Morning Reboot, the fundraising breakfast happening at the Pinnacle on October 17th. What I think I love most about it is it doesn't. It's not. It's not a, an entire morning. You don't really have to take a whole lot of time right. away from work. It's a very quick event. The morning of, you can come visit, come see what it's all about, and then head off to work. It's only about an hour and a half long, right? It's exactly an hour. Well, you know, we get there a little bit before eight o'clock, but the program we're we're very very careful about sticking to the to the schedule, and we get everybody out nine a.m. 
Yeah, I know you're uh, you're down one volunteer because our friend Allie picked she up and is. left. She's the one that's going to speak at the breakfast, though. I'm looking forward to it. She yeah. said she'd be back for it, so yes. I'll be happy I'm to see her. I know she was very disappointed to to move away yeah, from that for the new job opportunity she got. Uh, if someone would like to volunteer, what's it like? How can they get the proper training or certification to be one of these peer support people? Well, we do the training, and there's no certification, and there's no sort of prerequisite. We have volunteers from, from all walks of life, um, so it's not like you have to have a counseling or something social work background we'll, we'll we train them so the best thing is to either go on our website goodgriefnwo.org or call our office 419-360-4939 and talk to Shana um, and she can explain you know sort of walk through it we have training um, classes we sort of schedule it roughly twice a year uh, and we'll probably have one before the end of this year okay Dorothy from Good Grief of Northwest Ohio fundraising breakfast on the 17th at the Pinnacle. We'll all be there. Alex, Boy, thank you for... Uh, thank I'm you, excited. Thank you for I'm wanting to come. Too. Do you have Alex, do you have questions now knowing what this is all about? Sorry um, to put you on the spot. No, no, okay. I think it's great. I knew a little bit about Good Grief. Um, I worked with Carol. I don't know if she's still with Good Grief or Carol not. Carol Coder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, I worked with Carol Coder a few times and we talked about it a lot. So I think that that's fantastic. And I work... I work within the peer capacity. I can't say where and what I do within the adult peer capacity. Okay. So seeing that peer movement on and you know at all levels and ages is fantastic. I think it's a good and I think it's really important for children to learn how to help one another mm-hmm. at a young age. We often talk about on on this show a lot of what we talk about comes back to people and emotions mm-hmm. yeah. whether they're good ones or bad ones and, and they're hard enough for adults to yeah. manage and those are sometimes just the, the ones that you deal with every day. Um, grief is an incredibly mm-hmm. difficult emotion for adults adults to process so it's so great to have this available for kids again for for free with good great good grief from northwest ohio absolutely uh want to want to plug the band do i do you want to plug the band sure uh dorothy and her husband also are in a band and performed a great set that i saw at jeep fest did. um where are you guys out at next um this is i'm a bad band representative <laughs> we're i we play in december at uh, the beer soup. Okay. We've got a little bit of time oh, nice. off, so yeah. What's your favorite venue to play in the area? Um, you know, we've we've had a couple of gigs at Howard's and Bowling Green, and we've been doing this for a long time. So um, we used to we used to play at Howard's okay. way back when. So great stage, great great sound system, a lot of fun, great people. Floyd, we just got a text without giving away this texter's information. Um, she wants to reach out for. One of her children, can they go to the website? They can, yes, absolutely. And I just sent that information over to you. No, that person is not allowed to go to the website. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, Dorothy, good to see you. See you again in a couple of weeks. Yes. 826, your national keyword to text for the $1,000 payoff. Luck, L U C K. Get that to 95819 and good luck. I'm in love with the shape of you. 8.39 on Q105, the morning reboot. It's Eric Chase. Floyd is here. Our friend Alex is here. So she will be on the panel full of ladies. We have prizes to give away. Floyd's going to dig into the prize book. Want to ask you about something you wish you knew more about and some in-laws. So if you're married or if you've been married or if you've been together with somebody for a long time and they are your uh, your mom or your dad or both, we want to talk to you. Listen close. Ladies, ladies. All my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. Uh, there's the number. Floyd, what prizes do you feel like doing today? We have uh, Stevens Stevens Farms. We have Stephen Farms. We have the Cedar Creek thing. 
<laughs> yes, women's empowerment uh, uh, seminar with mm-hmm. Dietra Hickey. Um, nice. We have tickets for each of those. If you'd like to be a part of that, we'd love to give them to you. We need two ladies right now. 419-240-1055. Uh, first In question. Fear, fear. Field of Fears. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. Are there spiders there? I'm not going. Are you going to go with us to... Um, Two weeks from now when we go back to yes. Haunted Hydro? Yes. I'm, I promise. I'm glad you didn't come. Why? <laughs> he would have had Black Girl Overload. <laughs> Look at that two frizzy hair Nubian queens. <laughs> My hair would not have been frizzy. My sister's hair was so like... <laughs> sorry, that, Tiana. That, My sister's hair was so like... She just flat ironed. She had a, had a good no. high ponytail. That rain happened and she said... I was having a very good hair day. I was really (laughs) excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to go through this haunted house. My hair. Because I didn't realize it was going to rain until we got close to home and you text me and you're like, it's going to rain. I said, I thought it was going to be late Because the storm came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere. And so then I said, wait, my hair is going to, like, once it gets wet, because it's so big, it's going to, like, because it's actually, like, down to here. Mm -hmm. Like, it's down to the middle of my back when it's wet. So I'm like, oh, God. I don't know if I could do this. Um, 419-240-1055. Call now for the panel full of ladies. We do have prizes for you. Oh, my God. Floyd, Alex, your sister, and my friend Angela, who's good looking. Is she coming back? I think she said she would. Oh, I love to. She is my guilty pleasure. Is that a machete in your... Is that a machete from the scary guy? Nope. That's just Eric with all these ladies. <laughs> and Floyd. And Floyd. You're not my type. The other three are, though. <laughs> well, praise him. I don't have a type. Jesus, praise Jesus. Ladies, I'm a ladies. Five's the morning reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. I'll be a fake lady. I'll, I'll adopt my alter ego. My name is Clarissa. I'm 42. Married with three kids and a puppy. Okay. Uh, Alex, you'll you'll have to suffer through these. Uh, what? Oh, hello. Here we go. Somebody wants to win a prize. Ah! Uh, don't tell me the phones are being wonky, but we got to move, so we got to go. Uh-huh. Alex, hmm. what's something you wish you knew more about? Um, y- fun fact: this is a really boring answer, but I wish I knew more about um, how to navigate my student loans because I had like a thirty-minute conversation with somebody yesterday, and they helped me a lot, and I'm really happy about it. Okay, wow. It's such a boring question. Answer. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Because no, I think it's very relatable <laughs> and money issues. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. How old are you? I am 41. 40. Are you, it's okay. Jennifer, do I know you? Yes, you do, Floyd. Hey, girl. Hey. Who is this? Do I know her? Hey. My own manager. Does she want to come to the Haunted Hydro? She could. All right. Jennifer, don't go anywhere. Uh, she's 41. Uh, she, Floyd, is she married? Yes. Does she have any kids? Yes. Uh, Jennifer, what would you uh, what would you like to know more about? Um, I would like to know more about community resources in Lucas County. Mm. You came to the right show. For real. Like, <laughs> last thing, this was like a, last week. This show uh, part scheduled, part unscheduled, but happy, it was like a mental health PSA. What resources are you looking for? Well, actually, I just passed on good grief to the teachers at the daycare when I dropped off my little Excellent. Guy, so. yes. Good. Yeah. Uh, we try to be embedded in our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Alex, you're 
Can I ask you how long you've been with uh, your person, your guy? With Thomas? Yeah. Uh, three years. Okay, so uh, what's your relationship with, and I use air quotes, what's your relationship like with his, with your in-laws? Um, he's from Detroit, so we go see his mom. Um, his mom has um, Parkinson's disease, so she's in a home, so we see her once a week. Um, but before she was in the home, he was caring for her. And so I was there all the time, and I was really close to her because sometimes I would help, like put her to sleep and things like that. And he has sisters that are around my age, but they kind of have their own lives. So it's really just his mom that we spend, that I see most of the time. But I think it's good. I mean, I think that he he's the oldest, and he's the only boy. So me coming in, and he had never had a girlfriend. And so then I come in, I like swoop in, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, excuse me. Who is this? But I I've think, arrived. I think we've I think we've grown past it. Good. <laughs> Jennifer, what's your relationship like with your in laws? Um, it's my husband and I have been together since two thousand one, so it's gone through its ups and downs and definitely since he and I became parents, um, it, the relationship has grown closer with the in laws. Um and kind of more of my mother-in-law than I used to be, which is a good thing. What do you which call, is a good thing. What do you call her? Because you, I, what do I call her? Yeah, how do you refer to her? Um, by her name. Okay. <laughs> I, like my dad used to call my grandma. He would call her mom, or my mom called. My dad's parents, mom and dad. I know everybody's got different names for them, but I know a lot of people just use their first name. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I. I call my father-in-law Pop. Pop. I've always called him that. Okay. And and then, um, that's what my little boy calls him too. So. Okay. Were you and were you, were you thinking what? of a name for your mother-in-law that rhymed with stunt? <laughs> Ew. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. Wait. Let me. Maybe. Itch? No, never mind. Well, I'm sorry. Alex, what's something you wish you kept from your childhood? Oh, are you talking about like something physical? Anything. Mm, Our house. Our house. My house. The house that I grew up in. I just loved it so much in the neighborhood and like that general kind Mm. of atmosphere. So... I think maybe our house. Okay. I was sad to move out of that. Jennifer, what about you? What's something you wish you kept from your childhood? Um, our swing set that oh. was in the backyard. Okay. How come? My dad had this huge, elaborate thing built for us, and it was awesome. What happened to it? We moved. Okay. And and sometimes I'll drive by the house to peek and see if it's still there, but I don't think it is anymore. Okay. Hey, um, Floyd, can you get in touch with Jennifer? Yeah, she's in my phone. Hmm. Okay. Go, <laughs> go, she's my old boss from the daycare. Go through uh, uh, professional channels for her prize. Okay. Hey, Jennifer. Was, was, yeah. Flo- was Floyd one of your three favorite employees? I was... Absolutely. The, I was her favorite employee. The favorite yes. employee. Yes. I would enjoy some he of it. He was my dad. I would he enjoy. Was my dad. I was his spirit. Yeah. I would enjoy when he would tell me stories about some of the kids. <laughs> I won't. Need, I won't say <laughs> the names. Did she hear that laugh? She knows the faster ones. The, 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 the ones that like to explore. Wink. Oh. Oh yeah. We had some. 
We have some amazing kids at that daycare. Yeah. They're, they're sensational. Jennifer, thanks very much. Good to talk to you. You hateful man. 848 with the morning reboot. You still have time to text luck to 95819 for the $1,000 payoff. <laughs> this is a very well put together, organized morning radio program. Uh, you still have a couple of minutes to text luck to 95819 here on Q105. That's the $1,000 payoff. Word next up with Rush right after 11 o'clock. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us today. Uh, Final couple of entertainment stories. Do, do you have a tweet? Yeah, I always have a tweet. Alex, we got to get you on the Twitter. No, never. Mm-mm, not anymore. It won't. It won't be. There's some entertainment. There's some humor. There's some enlightening things. It's not all a cesspool. You can start a fight with a B-list celebrity. Aaron Carter. Yeah. <laughs> um, first up, Jordan Peele is going to stay with Universal Pictures. He won an Oscar, yes. uh, made half a billion at the global box office under the pact. Uh, Universal is developing Peele's next two films, which he will, he will direct, write, and produce. Get Out was the breakout hit. It had a $5 million budget. It made $176 million wow. at the North American box office. He followed that up with the Best Picture Oscar nom for Spike Lee's Black Klansman and his sophomore picture with Lupita Nyong'o uh, was the social thriller Us, which made about a quarter of a billion dollars wow. at the global box office. It took me weeks to figure some of this stuff out. The movies? Yeah, like I was trying... I've never like, seen them. Oh, they're so good. Uh, Get Out was pretty simple, but like Us, I said, okay, were they... What does this mean? Okay, what does this mean? And I felt a little stupid. Like I, I felt t- like I wasn't... I took Us at face value, uh, and I didn't love it, and then I saw what some people were... What, what he tried to say, or yeah. how people were interpreting it. I was like, I think I liked it at face, val- face value better. Mm-hmm. Does he still have... Is he still doing his um, Twilight Zone series? Is yes. that still happening? Okay. And it looks like uh, one of his... One of the smaller companies... We know the name Universal Pictures, mm-hmm. one of the smaller companies that's under all this. Ooh. He's working on, I believe... I, th- I think he He's part of this. He's working on a Candyman reboot. I heard oh, about that. Oh, yeah. I totally, yes. I'm totally into that because that movie freaked me out as a child. With That and Lawnmower Man. Never seen mm-hmm. the original. Good movie. Uh, you, that's black, black horror right there. I know. I've never seen it. Candyman is a great movie. And, and Tony Todd will will come back and I'm say the original, play, yeah. play the role. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you might not, you don't know the name Tony Todd. You might not even know the face, but you would know the roles because mm-hmm. he's always covered in makeup. He's a great actor. Also, and the voice too. He did some voiceover stuff. A lot of voiceover work. Yeah. One more story. Uh, Demi Lovato gets baptized in Israel. She put this up on her Instagram the other day uh, where she explored her spir- spirituality and connection to God, something she said she's been missing for a few, few years now. She had identifies as an American singer, obviously, that was raised Christian with Jewish ancestors. I mean, I guess you can say that about all of us. Girl! She was baptized in the Jordan uh, River. She visited the Yad Vashem World Holocaust Remembrance Center and worked with special needs children at the Shalva Shalva National Center. When I was offered an amazing opportunity to visit places I read about in the Bible growing up, I said, yes, there's something absolutely magical about Israel. I've never felt such a sense of spirituality spirituality or connection to God. You know what a good spirituality spirituality and connection to God is? Getting baptized in that nasty-ass tub at a church after like 13 other people went before you. We had a bowl. I remember when I got baptized. They like they put us in like this Mm-mm. cloth, Mm-mm. and I remember like going into this water thing, and I like remember my grandma, and my was mom it a sitting there. Church? Yes, yeah, no. and like my cousin's sister went before me, and I was like, Ooh. Mm. and the the water wasn't room temperature. <laughs> <You're> like, cold, <laughs> yeah. And I remember the pastor was like, "Don't get it in your mouth." I go, 
They do Pastor Crenshaw, that was not in my plan. <laughs> so then they're like, we're going to dump you in the count three. So I was like, okay. So like one, two, three, and they drop you down. And yep. of course, like, they're like, they're Where's all the getting- yeah, they're like getting their, they're all getting their spiritual, and I'm just like, I'm wet. <laughs> I'm like 11. I'm like, I'm wet. Get me out of these clothes. No. Because I have texture issues, just so people know. I was I'm like, baptized oh. Lutheran. No, we just stood next to a cute little bowl, and they put it on their fingers and just, pss, yeah. pss, pss, done. You can't outdo a Baptist. They're like, oh, we're going to bring a whole tub in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> old school music is good, and the old school testament is the way to go. But on the plus side, I got McDonald's afterwards and the new Kurt Franklin single, Stomp the Remix, featuring Stomp from Salt and Peppa. Kurt Franklin, the most liked tweet of the morning on T105. I know. Just, uh, we're not going to get all re- re- religious, but that was the first rap I ever learned. And I love TLC. It's like, we got, when I think about the goodness and the fullness of God, it is a hateful. The Lord brought me through this show. Trying to be cute when I praise them, raise them high. Didn't the Winans family do a lot of that too? <laughs> No, but I maybe I remember yeah. telling my cousin Jeremy, I was like, Look, I learned this rap. He was like, Because he was a, he was a no limit soldier. Ooh. He was like, Oh, really? Cuz listen to this. And then that's the day I discovered make him say, Uh, in my life, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and my life was changed forever. That's that's probably like my whole young adult, like <laughs> really young adult life. We would go to church, my girlfriends and I would go, we would go out Saturday night uh-huh. and partake in all sorts of debauchery, get up Sunday, go to church, and then leave church listening to the worst kind of music you could ever think. And I would run around my mom's house. I'm like, Ma, I'm a no limit soldier. soldier. <laughs> I thought I told you. My mom would be like, We're gonna take your ass to bed. I'm like, just so you know, Mom, I'm a no limit soldier. <laughs> I, I, I will get that fashion bug shoe off. All right, you got a tweet or an email? Go do. first. Go ahead. This is my favorite part about opening gifts labeled from mom and dad is that my dad is just as surprised as I am to see what's inside. Mm-hmm. I have the funniest joke about that, but I'll say it another time. Uh, I got to read this in, in Floyd's voice. This is from OMG Lexi. <laughs> Me, I look cute. Mirrors, you look cute. Other people, you look good. iPhone front camera. What's up, you Shrek looking bagger? <laughs> you cow. You cow. <laughs> you merciful human being. You can't even put your face on the screen. That's why they keep making those phones bigger. I am the same. Or like the Snapchats that turn people pretty. And it went on my face and it was like, like, like yeah. Okay, sorry. So I tried to do the pretty filter. Mm-hmm. You know, my house is filled with Marilyn Monroe. It recognized Marilyn's face and not mine. Mm-hmm. I was livid. The iPhone be like, I see your other chin came out to say hi. Yeah. You're, that's you're, me. That's me. <laughs> push it back. I got a few. Your phone is racist. It only it's likes white fine. girls. It's fine. Uh, throwback Thursday tomorrow. Ashley will not be here. Guess who's in? Your my, nemesis. My arch nemesis. Who's that? Filet uh, mignon. Is he still here? What? Uh-huh. Who? Filet mignon. Who's that? He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Oh, I thought you were talking about Philip. No, he no, left. He left. I was like, he, is he still here? No. Uh, throwback so, Thursday tomorrow. More cheerio. guests. We'll talk some Perrysburg Dora. Text Eric to 419-240-1055 to grab the podcast link. Q105.